Shalom, my brother. Rabbi, the message is about Kama Dav Chov Chesteres Dav Tiskoses. Whether one can take din into his own hands without going to Bezdin, we have proofs that you can, proofs that you can't, and then we have a new mission of the saying someone who left his items in Rishus Rabbim, and when they damaged Machlekas, whether they count as Shar or Bar, are they going to be Chayav or not? Rav and Shmuel. We begin with the first Raya that you can do din by yourself. Take matters into your own hands by Mammon. Rav Kahana tries being a Raya. He brings Ben Bagbag or Ben Hey Hey, same Gematria. Ben Bagbag says, don't walk into your friend's field, his chotzer, and take whatever he owes you without asking, because people might see you as a thief. Rather, walk over to him, punch him in the face, and say, I'm taking what's mine. This way people won't look at you as a thief. But Lamayin saw, this guy's taking the din into his own hands. Sounds like that's something that you can do. That's a raya to Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Huda said that you can't. And they responded to Ben Bagbag, Imach, either, do you really believe that? Or, you know, this kalacha could be by you. You let people punching people in the face. Ben Bagbag was a yochid. The Rabbonin disagreed with him. Rabbiana explains that when you say punch out the guy's teeth, it means punch, him out, punch out his teeth in Bezdin. Halachically, bring your rayas to Bezdin. Aye, so why does it say Lashonis of singular if there's uh, three people in the Bezdin who are running this din? It should say that they say to him. And the guy should say it should be in third person that, that you're taking his stuff, not you're taking my stuff. Uh, the Gemara says that the Mitzvah is a kasha, so it's not, uh, it's not a raya. We try a second raya. We learned that if one ox jumps onto another ox, he's trying to kill him. So the, the bottom ox's owner comes and pulls out his ox like Jenga, and the top ox falls down and dies. The bottom ox's owner is Potter. The Gemara says, hold on, the we're talking about a case where the guy was muad. And there wouldn't have been any loss. He would have gotten full payment if his ox would die. And yet, he's still taking the, the halacha into his own hands. He didn't go to Bezdin and say, oh, this ox is killing my ox. He just yanked out his ox. The Gemara says, no, 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 no. The ox that jumped on was a tam. And he would have only had to pay chatzin ezek. And therefore, the guy would have taken a loss if he had gone to Bezdin. And we learned that Yehuda agrees that you can take matters into your own hands if it'll be a loss to go to Bezdin. Aye, then how come in the Seifa? We learned that in the same case, when the guy's ox jumps on, on his ox, and instead of pulling out the bottom ox, he shoves off the top one, and then the top one dies, he's going to be chayiv for that. Why is he going to be chayiv? If the animal was a tom, he's allowed to take matters into his own hands. The Gemara answers, yes, he's allowed to take it into his own hands, but he could have just pulled out his animal from the bottom, and uh, they would have been, you know, done it softly in a way that it wouldn't necessarily have killed the top one. That was unnecessary, and that's why he's going to be chayev. But in Khanami, it was okay that he was doing it himself without Bezdin. Third Raya. If someone fills up his neighbor's entire yard with barrels of wine and oil, I don't know, it was a prank or something, he decides to store it there. So the owner of that chutzpah is allowed to smash his way through all of them. Walk in and out, no problem. You see, he's taking the din into his own hands. He's not going to Bezdin and saying, Hi, I can't walk through my chutzpah, this guy's stuff. He could just walk through and smash it. But Rav Nachman Yitzchak says it's not a riot because when it says that he's allowed to walk through and smash it, it means that he can walk into Bezdin and smash this guy halachically, bring all his claims that this guy is ruining my yard. But he can't bring it himself. So it's not a riot from here. That you can take matters into your own hands. Fourth Raya, the Gemara asks, how do we know that if there's an Evet who got his ear pierced, but it's time for him to leave anyways because it's Yoival. If the, the, his master 
is shoving him out the door. You gotta go. You gotta go. It's Yoivel. And in doing so, he damages that, that Eved. He wounds him. He's potter for that wound. Because the Pasuk says, We read it that you don't have to pay koifer to the guy who's returning, the guy who's on his way home. I is taking the din into his own hands by doing this. The Gemara answers. Yes, everyone agrees that he's allowed to take matters into his own hands because this Evid was stealing from him. So there would have been a Pseida to not shove him out the door. Wait, wait, how come suddenly now this, the guy of is stealing? So the Gemara has two answers. Either yeah. Right now, he's not scared of his master because he's on his way home. So yeah, he started stealing. Or if Nachman Yitzchak answers alternatively, we're talking about an Eved who gave him a, uh, the, the master gave him an, a Shifcha to, to live with. And now the Shifcha becomes usher to him. So yeah, now now things are, are changing and he's going to start stealing. Now we shift into the Rayos. That you're not allowed to take the din into your own hands. Rayos to Rebbe Yehuda. The Gemara brings it. If someone leaves his pitcher in Rishos Harabim and someone else comes and breaks it, the guy's potter. So the Gemara is medayik. That, that's only because that, that's only in a case where he trips on it. But if the guy were to actually come and smash this pitcher, it sounds like he would be chayiv because the chayra. You can't take the dinner into your own hands. Serves vid says in the name of Rava. No, the truth is you can't. You, you, he could have walked over and smashed it. You put your your pitcher in a shitzer I don't have to go to Bezdin to move it. I could just smash it. I only said the case of of tripping because in the safer we wanted to talk about a case where he actually gets damaged by this pitcher. And over there, if he was the one that smashed it, then. He, he's just hurting himself. So, in, so that's why we just shifted the, the entirety of the case to Eishan the Seifa into a scenario where he tripped on it, not that he intentionally smashed it. But in he is allowed to smash it. Sixth Raya. The Pusik says in a case where two men are fighting and the wife of, of, of one of these fighters comes to break up the fight and he grabs the other fighter, so she has to pay for the damages, for the embarrassment, we're talking about a case where she had no other option of breaking up the fight any other way and you see that she's still chayiv it sounds like you can't take the din into your own hands the Gemara says no she could have broken his arm or something there was another way that she could have broken up the fight but in Hanami, if there was no other way to break up the fight other than doing this action she would have been butter like the Gemara then how come in the Seifa we learned that Vesholcha Yada, that she, when she sends out her hand, that's to the exclusion of Bezdin? Why does that have to be a separate drasha? It should be one case, a Resha and a Seifa conglomerate, that when she's able to save her husband in any other way, then she'll be Chayev. If she can't, then she'll be potter. She's allowed to take the din into her own hands. The Gemara says, Anachanami, that's how you should learn that. Joshua. It's saying that she's chayim when she has another way of breaking up the fight. If she go, take, goes, goes to extremes, then she's going to be chayim for that damage. But if she has no other way of breaking up the fight, then she's just like a shliach bezdin and she's going to be potter. Seventh ride the Gemara brings. If someone has a public path, a public thoroughfare that runs through his property, 
if he's like, you know, I don't like people walking here. Let me give them another path on the side. So he actually loses double. The old path remains, which is a rabbin property. And the new path is also public property. They're allowed to walk in both paths. Like the Gemara, if you're allowed to take Din into your own hands, why can't he go sit by the old path and say, hello, this is my property again. You guys walk over there. You want to walk here and sit there with a stick and hit anybody who walks on his property. So as Vit said in the name of Rava, the first of three answers. Either it's a Gezeira that he might give them some crooked shracha path on the side. We don't want that happening. So we don't let him take it, take matters into his own hands. Rebbe Shagashi gives a second answer that we're actually talking about a case where the new path is really crooked and out of the way. Rebbe gives a third answer that no matter where this new path is, it's going to be crooked and out of the way for somebody. It's going to be a little further for whoever lives in the opposite direction. Then why can't he reversed the transaction and say, okay, you know what? You guys are right. This path is a little out of the way. For some of you, you go back to the old path and let me take the, the, the newly donated one back. So if you the answers, no. Once the Rabim have a chazaka on a certain area, a border, a path, you can't take that away from them. But this is not a, this is not a sugya of taking it into his own hands. Eithraya, the Gemara is bringing a bala bias who puts designates a corner of his field to Aniyam. And then the Aniyam show up and they start taking from a different corner. Halach is that both corners are peya. Uh, if you're able to take din into your own hands, why can't he stand by this other corner and whack anybody who tries taking his stuff? Say, no, 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 that corner's for peya. This is mine. Take din into your own hands. So Rava answers. No, 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 no. When we say that both corners are peya, we mean that he's not high of miser on both corners. But in a Hanami, he can't take control of the other corner. The Bryce says that if someone is, is mafgir his entire vineyard, and then the next morning he goes and reclaims the entire thing, he harvests it all, it's not Hefker, so he is going to be Chayv and Peret, and Peah, but he's going to be Potter from Iser. You see that when you mafgir even a little bit, it's already Potter from Iser. Now we have a new Mishnah, a new Suya. The Mishnah tells us that if someone smashes his barrel, his barrel smashes in, which is Harabim, and someone slips on the water or a piece of his property, of, of pottery rather, uh, damages someone, he's going to be Chayiv. Rabbi Yehuda says that's only if he had Kavano. If he didn't have Kavano, it'll be Potter. Now, Rabbi Yehuda Marav says this is all only talking about damaging a person's clothing. This is Rav's Shita. Not that the water damaged him, it damaged his clothing. If it damaged him, the owner of that pitcher, the, the, the smashed jar, is going to be potter because what damaged the person was the ground. He was the grum of cause, causing the ground to damage him, but he won't be chayev. But when Shmuel heard this halacha, he said, hold on a second. When it comes to a person leaving his knife or his rock, his, his luggage in Rishos Harabim, we learned that that's, that's bar. I bar you only chayiv. Shorv le'adam chamor ve'lekelim. Adam's not going to be chayiv in bar. So he learns that we're talking about the person being damaged here. But bar is going to be chayiv on damaging a person. Just killing a person will be potter. Av who learns that this spill is like a shor, he'll say you're not going to be damaged uh, chayiv for the damage they done to the person. That was only the ground. He'll be chayiv only on his clothing. Rav learns that your spill, your stuff that you leave in Rosh Hashanah is only considered a bar if you're mafkarit. If not, then it has the din of your shor. 
Now Rav Oishia asks, we learn from the Pasuk, V'nofal Shomo Shor that only when a Shor or Chamor lands in your pit, if a person or Kalim fall in your pit, that you're not going to be Chayev for. You see from here, if a Shor with a package falls in, a Chamor with its bags, its saddle falls in, they're Chayev for the damage done to the animal, but not to the packages. This is like someone living in his Av Noisik in a Maso and Rosh Hashanah the damages. The Gemara says, Oh, no, hold on a second. That Av is a, is a real bar in a Chanavi. So it's a, you have to switch around the Lashon a little bit of the Brisa. The Av Noisik in is like this Av, is like bar of uh, leaving, it, leaving those in Rosh Hashanah. It's like digging a pit. And then the Brisa continues that if someone were to smash his glass clee on the rock that you leave in Rosh Hashanah, you're going to be Chayev. Now, this Braisa is problematic in two ways. It's a Kasha on Rav, a Kasha on Shmuel. According to Shmuel, why are you going to be if the guy tripped on it? According to Rav, why are you going to be Potter on the Kalim or Shusarabin? If it's not your bar. And Minei Ubei, in the Braisa, it says that you're Potter and Yechayev. So the, the Braisa itself is a problem. Rav and Shmuel both have answers, Lishi Tosam. Rav says that when we say that you're part of a kalim, that's only when you're mafkirit. If you weren't mafkirit, then you will be chayiv, and therefore you'll be chayiv on your glass clear that gets broken here. Shmuel, he explains that one, the Bryce is telling us that once you say that Abner Sikino Masoi has the din of bar. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, who's mechayiv, kalim in a bar, You'll be chayev for the broken glass that breaks on your rock over here. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.